What's going on, my brothers and sisters, Mr. Woo -woo. aunties and uncles, monks, Kabbalists, wizards, He's Mr. Woo -woo. mystics, sons and daughters of God, Mr. Woo -woo. welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. Welcome everybody again to the Mr. Woo Woo podcast. I'm your host, Joshua. I'd like to welcome all my wizards and wizardettes for following along in this magical mystical vocal journey into the heavens into ascension into the highest peaks of light that we can accomplish or access in this life i'd like to just start right out with uh, the wizard of the week that'd be oliver anthony if you don't know who that is it's a young man in <clears throat> west virginia singing his heart out about the uh the the woes the crushed dreams, the stagnation of the blue-collar class in this country, the faceless names, the truck drivers, the loaders, unscrewing the cap on top of the toothpaste for jack shit money and bullshit pay. You've probably heard of him. He's been all over. He's been all over everything. And uh, here's just a little snippet of his song. This is my Wizard of the Week, Oliver Anthony. There says it all, right? Direct shots fired to the elite, to the cabal, to the Illuminati in Washington. Dollar ain't shit because they've they've printed liquidity to the point where it's dropped its value by fifty percent. We just let that happen. We just let that happen. Now they talk about the power in Washington. That's our power. They have no power except for. The power that we lend them. And it's about time that we uh, we charge them plus interest with back pay. You know? That's it. This guy's singing his heart out. If you haven't checked it out yet, Oliver Anthony Richmond, North of Richmond. This is the bar. I wish politicians look out for miners. Not just miners on an island somewhere. That's all you got to know about this man. <laughs> the balls, right? But sometimes you get pushed so far in a corner, it's like, yo, I don't care what happens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tear heads. I'm gonna go in and tear everything apart, or at least shine a light so bright that it blinds my enemy. And uh, we're kind of on your, on your page, Oliver, whose real name is Chris. <laughs> but yeah yeah he's it's already got 35 million views on youtube it's number one in itunes all of his songs are number one and uh just a real real strong patriotic voice a lot of folks that have had enough with the bullshit was jason aldean's song try that in a small town to what he's talking about right now 
and uh and there's a few others that are just bangers that encapsulate the frustration that we feel as a country and as uh countrymen and women it's uh not deep base <laughs> what's going on out there but you know it's also a call to us we who have consciousness we who have access to power to exercise the muscle of prayer and seeing justice seeing we need to counter that despair with prayers of prosperity with blessings on our own country and the well-being of our our countrymen and women and children um that's why our nation ascended to such greatness. Very powerful daily prayers. Doesn't matter what religion you are. Praying to the source of creation and visualizing well-being for all. For that money coming through at the right time. For that debt being paid off. For that raise at work. And for opportunity. We are the land of opportunity. But you can cubbyhole yourself real fast through thousands of different scenarios where you can end up feeling like a slave to this country or a slave to some very rich guy whose only effort toward the success of the company was organizing it and getting a few banks to lay down millions and hiring people. And then they get 20%, no, not 20%, 20 times the lion's share. Everybody else can go fuck themselves, right? People that actually got kids. So we need to pray for all of that. It's a, it's a heavy lifting mode. But we, um, we can do it. We can do it. People underestimate the power of positive thinking, of prayer, which is the same thing. Visualizing delicious, victorious outcomes for the people we know and love or know of. If you know of someone that's suffering right now, Imagine a scenario for them where their prayers are answered and they're celebrating with you. This is real prayer. Not please, 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 but thank you that it is done. And you metaphysicians know what I'm talking about. On a stranger note, um, Death Eater of the Week, Joe Biden. No big surprise there because of his handling of Maui while on vacation. He was generous enough to offer all of the Haina $700 million. Isn't that sweet? Like a little $700 check for everybody who's home burnt to the ground. And, uh, and he's actually tied it in a bill where <clears throat> they're not going to get the relief unless we authorize more payments to the people who are blackmailing him. Clearly, clearly blackmailing him. Uh, Ukraine for more weaponry so they can get their asses handed to them by uh, Russia. Yeah, that's, I'm just saying that, right? I'm calling that right now. The man is being blackmailed or bribed. They must have footage of him sniffing kids' heads in Ukraine while Hunter Biden like smokes crack in the background. I have no idea, but no one behaves like this unless they're being blackmailed. There's just no rationale behind it anymore. And uh, yeah, tomato to the face to Joe Biden and his whole administration had the balls to go over there and put a lay over his head while telling them how badly... They, He's going to fuck them. <laughs> 700 million for Lahaina. Not even a full billion. After ships off another, I don't know what's the total with Ukraine right now, but hundreds of billions of your dollars going to people who aren't American. 
You might be okay with that. I'm not. Certainly the people behind Oliver Anthony aren't behind that. People of Maui aren't behind that. And they're still trying to figure out why cops were directing cars back into the fire zone, why they blockaded it, why they shut off the water to people to be able to even attempt to fight their own homes. There might have been a protocol of why that is, like the pipes would burst, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of unanswered questions in Lahaina right now. And um, Joe head-sniffing Biden is uh, no help, that geriatric fuck. So, um, yeah, death of the week, Joe Biden. Wizard of the week, Oliver Anthony. Man, what a soul. His music is kicking ass. You know, for all of us, all of Americans, I'm so proud of us because in the past, we would have already rounded up and hung everyone involved with hurting this country as bad as it is. Already. It would have been a, it would have been a wrap. But my countrymen are so generous that they're trying to figure out. They they know how badly they're being fucked, how much of their money is being stolen by mutual funds, by the Biden administration sending their shit overseas to people he clearly owes, China and Ukraine. And we're trying to figure out what to do about it peacefully. No guillotines, no, no like torturous tribunals, nothing, none of that. Just trying to figure out what to do of how to reclaim our political power. And it's easy to say vote. You know, voting is, it's a farce anyway. It's a farce anyway. George Carlin knew that. The same company that rigged the election for Bush in 2000 and 2004, well, they got bought out by the company that's helping out the DNC now. To the highest bidder, or to whoever's going to keep the military-industrial complex and CIA gravy train of government flipping going. You know, that's their job is to start wars and steal our money. So my recommendation to you is use cash. Use it. Don't use your card. Pay people directly. Pay the stores directly. Cut out the middleman. Penalize these people with your money by not giving it to them, not letting them track you, which is just exactly what Oliver was saying right there. They want to know what you're buying, what you think, what you do, because they're terrified of you. Because they know the game's over. They know it's, it's not long. They don't got a long time. So they're freaking out. That means you're winning. That means we're winning. Dumbledore's army is winning. I got my Gryffindor hat on right now. I'm feeling it. Everybody's blood's boiling, but we're all too goodly to do anything nasty about it, which I'm very happy about. You know, that means we're going to all figure out a solution through communication and awakening. On that note, I feel that something clicked this week, something major. I had several like revelations that I wish I could share with you, but it's beyond my pay grade to share where, you know, it always, you know, Sri Ramka and Kara would call it twinning, that there's two earths uh, commingling. There's folks that picked the path of density, hardship, loss, disease, accident, like that kind of stuff. And then light, those are going to expand. Everything just works out for you. Expansion, um, well-being keeps growing. Even while you're sharing, it might be in the same family. It might be the person right next to you experiencing the other. And uh, 
there were some major, major things that shifted in the atmosphere, in the energy of people, in, on the soul level, where there was only what I could describe as an overwhelming victory for the light. And you're hearing it right now, folks, but whenever you listen to this, but I think it's going to play out for the next several weeks, if not months, because we were all connected to it. And it felt like those that were ensnared were stuck in an experience of density or perpetual loss or be fucked by the shots. I felt like a major and happy and expansive shift to the point where I've, I feel like I'm in a dream world now. I don't even really feel, you know, it's that whole phrase like in the world, not, but not of it. Like finally overwhelmingly like soaked down to my DNA. And I felt like, oh, okay. Well, my, at least my role in this is, at least this, um, this humanity is, is pretty complete. Is pretty complete. I started to contemplate like, oh shit, what if I, you know, <laughs> with my body drops, you know, I felt that complete. I felt like all that I could do for humanity with the exception of, you know, one-on-one -on -one sessions, which I'm open for you to uh, experience with me for personal transformation and acceleration of the light. I felt like super complete. Like there's nothing else I could do. You ever like clean a house and you're like, there's literally not a single, single thing else I could do other than open up the newspaper and relax now. That's what it felt like. That's what it feels like. And that's an overwhelming and happy thing uh, for the light. Let me tell you that. I um, <laughs> It's amazing. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing time. I experienced the result of at least one manifestation that I've been trying to cook up uh, in my imagination scape. Thank you, Neville Goddard. And I got to live that. I'd like to send out my warm love, my worshipful, happy love to, to Mrs. Wu, my wife. What a goddess. What a happy, happy seven years we've had. We just had a, an anniversary, everybody. Yay. Yay. I, if I sound really relaxed, it's because I am. <laughs> we took a trip to one of my favorite places on earth and, uh, I'm still kind of stewing in it. It was, it's just such a half beat uh, down from what I'm used to in my daily life. I don't know if any of you have experienced the greatness of the movie, The Great Outdoors, John Candy, Dan Aykroyd, one of the great all-time movies, if not greatest like vacation movie ever. Stayed in this little cottage on uh, Bass Lake where it was filmed. <laughs> And uh, I would see in my mind's eye all the time, you know, like your <clears throat> the technique is you're supposed to imagine a scene where your wish has already been fulfilled. And for me, I wanted to go back to Bass Lake. They were experiencing droughts. My family used to vacation there all the time, like once a, once a year, these big, big houses that kind of line these, these beautiful little inlets or cul-de-sacs. Uh, where the other rich people play. And uh, we get to be that for, a, you know, a couple days, a week. And we go out and we just, man, when we all did drink, whoo, we get fucked up. And we would laugh a lot and 
you know, when we did, we smoked cigarettes and weed and got wasted and my parents were there and everybody was like in their happiest continents. And I was like, man, this is what, this must be what it's like to be rich, you know, to be financially free. It feels so good. It feels so relaxed here. I feel so one with nature. Like there's redwood trees everywhere. There's pines everywhere. And there was all this opposition to it. <clears throat> we stopped doing it because, you know, there was supposedly some beetle infestation in the trees or record drought. The lake just kept dropping. Well, lo and behold, there was a massive amount of snowfall and rain this year in California. And every lake filled back up, including my beloved Bass Lake. So me and Mrs. Woo Woo go on VRBO and we rent a charming cottage from these awesome people. Shout out to Dwight. Dude's name was actually Dwight. And he had a bunch of like office video games and I like board games in there. So I love it that he took the piss out of himself. He was a funny guy. Fucking rad. We go up there and um, cottage is so charming. It has everything in there that we'd, that we'd want. California king size bed, which daddy likes. I like that a lot. There's a lot of room to spread out. A lot of room for acrobatics. And um, every aspect of it, from eating excessive amounts of steaks to, uh, God, the beast. They, there's like little restaurants like right on the on the water. There's actually two. I'm, I'm exaggerating here. But um, we went there and it was Hawaiian themed for everybody. This was like right after, you know, Lahaina got burnt. And uh, there's these two old guys who were singing James Taylor songs and Neil Young songs. And they were crushing. And the food was amazing. The ambiance was amazing. And me and my wife, just, just like my vision, I, I imagined her, like the imagination I did for to go to Bass Lake and actually have this experience. I imagined the greatness, the happiness of doing a fucking ski-doo. I don't know if you know this joy of doing like a... Jet ski is the wrong word. You sit down. It's basically like a safe motorcycle. You can crank that thing up to 50 miles an hour and you feel safe as a lark. You can fly over the thing and nothing will happen. And I, I felt her like with her hands behind me, you know, like her hands around my waist and us flying and me going, yeah, just nonstop. And that's exactly what the fuck I did. We rented jet skis. <laughs> My mom's anniversary gift was just like, here's, you know, here's some money. You know, dude, I was like, I'm blowing that on jet skis. And we rented it for an hour and had the lake almost to ourselves. All the vacationers had kind of passed on. It's literally like a great outdoors, like teenagers, like 16 year olds from, you know, Bakersfield and Fresno work there. Or your waiters, They're the ones at the little ice cream place late at night where it's all sultry. And you got a little stickiness to the skin. And you get, you get like a cold ice cream after delicious pizza and all you chat up all the shop owners and they're a million years old. And it's just like, fuck, dude, this is, this is great. <laughs> you know, this is really great. Or at least for part of the year, it's, it gets hammered by snow and rain. But everything was just so romantic or perfect and worked out great. There were black bears. <laughs> oh, man. There were some instances, you know, the, the owner Dwight says, oh yeah, like around about nine o'clock, you know, three black bears usually like walking around. Cause we, were, we, when we rolled up, we saw these knocked over trash cans and I thought, oh fuck dude, that's, that's like the raccoons from ba, 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 boom and the, you know, in the great outdoors. And I was like, this is fucking awesome dude. And I'm texting pictures and stuff. We get up there and we're like, you know, he's like, actually that's bears. Bears are doing that. And I said, oh, well that kills 
all of my evening nighttime strollings I wanted to do. <laughs> I never heard that there was a bunch of black. He said, yeah, our property's right behind Yosemite, right there. And uh, they come up looking for food, and these assholes, neighbors of mine, who also rent VRBO but don't live here, don't get bare trash cans. So they go through them and knock them over looking for food. I said, oh, that's, that's fucked up, dude. I'll have to stay inside. I'll be inside by eight, bro. <laughs> Walking around with no goddamn black bears out there. And uh, later that day, uh, working on this, we go down to the, uh, like one of the public accesses to the lake, which aren't huge. And there's like this 95-year-old dude with a, with a cap that says, you know, Vietnam. And so I'm like, hey, man, thank you for your service, I say. I go up to him. And we strike up like a two-hour chat, you know, because he had plenty to say as always. Ex-fireman. I, uh, you know, thanked him for his service. And then, um, and I said, you know, they're like, what you do for a living? Oh, well, I do uh, energy healing, you know, or I do this technique. You know, I don't, I don't like scaring people like right off the bat. So I go, oh, I do craniosacral therapy. It's this uh, bone doctor technique where, you know, you just blah, 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 blah. And like the bones kind of, you know, do something out and they, they release a bunch of trauma you've held on to the past. He says, Ooh, can you do that on me? I said, I'll try. And within 30 seconds, old boy's posture changed and his wife kind of shrieked. He said, honey, you're, you're standing up straighter because he was stooped over you know, a lot of L5, S1 stuff, low back. He was jacked up from his life of being a servant to us all, a daddy to us all. And, um, and he was happy as shit, man. He was happy as shit. You could be that happy if you got any kind of problems. It could be emotional, mental, or physical. And to me, they're all interlocking grids of light and information, I can help you there. I can at least get you some relief where you know a difference, where you notice a difference. So hit me up. Name's Joshua Ramey, loveenergetics.com, shameless plug. Anyway, this old guy was awesome. And he's, he's, oh man, me and my wife just saw this huge fucking bear just right over there. And I said, where I'm going to start running? Where the fuck, you know, because I don't got a rifle or a gun or anything, you know, bear wants you, it's going to have you. Ah, it's right over there. Like, oh, okay. Well, we're gonna be the fuck over here. So, <laughs> it's a lot of little bear information, and people keep saying bear, 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 bear. Okay, cool. And we're gonna go to this kind of not fine dining, but the best place you can go in a mountain town, kind of thing. You know, the steakhouse that has a you know like duck comfy that kind of stuff. In the main hotel, the lodge where you know the uh, great outdoors, many of the scenes were shot. I was like, oh, dude, this is nostalgia. I love this. Where Dan Aykroyd's you know, boogieing out at the end. I love it. We, uh, the night before that happens, we're leaving the, um, the Hawaiian looking, uh, bistro looking place with the straw and everyone's wearing Hawaiian things. We start walking up and I look to my right over to the entrance of that restaurant. And I swear to God, dude, a huge black bear is like galloping, right? Not, not like sauntering like you'd see on like meat eater or on like a nature preserve. It's going, I see three gallops and it's coming in my direction. <laughs> so my wife's mid sentence. I grab her arm and said, let's go now. Follow me, dude. Now, you know, and she was just like, okay. And you know, that DNA just clicked in. Thank God. Thank God. She didn't like stop to be like, but why? She just could sense my urgency. And I was like, now, now let's go, 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 go. And it's galloping. And I make a beeline to the, uh, to my car, get in, heart thumping through my chest. And then we look, and there's there's people coming out of the out of the fucking restaurant. I'm like, oh my God, we're gonna start hearing screams any moment now. N- no sound. 
It's gone. I was just like, what the fuck? And there were some dudes over there. I was just like, Black Bear. I didn't, I didn't even like try to like warn them that much because my responsibility is to Abby. Those boys are going to have to take their goddamn chances. But it was, it was running toward me. It was running like it was, yeah, it was about like 50 yards away. But seeing a apex predator kind of galloping toward you, <laughs> like I couldn't tell if it wanted us for food. I couldn't tell if it wanted one of the stray cats in front of the restaurant. But I mean, it went by the entrance of the restaurant. So now I'm super cautious. <laughs> Going to dinner the next night. I'm looking right and left. People are looking at me like I'm crazy. I was like, nah, there's a black bear that ran through here earlier like yesterday and they were like what and i guess he uh maybe security chased it back up into the woods they look pretty heavily armed <laughs> bear spray guns everything and as we're driving home that night like abby's like kind of going like dude you might you know you might be tripping or whatever she goes oh and i go what she's like i just saw a huge bear ass uh just fly into the into the brushes right here along this tiny road that's leading back up to where we where we're staying. <laughs> so that was all a bunch of excitement. You know, there was like the balmy romance of that, of that summertime feel of that movie, you know, John Candy trying to have the experience with the family, you know, <laughs> you know I, I don't have kids. And I'm like, Oh man, it's so romantic with my wife. This is so cool. We're building memories and get ice cream from these kids. And like, Oh man, this is so great. And there's a little back in my mind, just like, is there any fucking bears? Are there any fucking bears? Like right here? <laughs> But that was just our part of the property. If you ever stay there, you know, generally there's not like really a problem. Just people have been done with their trash cans, but it was so cool, you guys. It was so relaxing. Flying around that lake, I did. I, I literally played the scene out in my head where I was going full throttle, no boats in my way, yelling like I'd just learned to fly. Like, yeah, just over and over again. And then a bald eagle flew over us. <laughs> so sick, dude. A bald eagle that is really a rare sighting in my life. Flies over us, lands on a perch. We slow down to like admire it. And uh, it was just too perfect. Too perfect. Everything that we, we experienced it was so wonderful. So I'd like to give a big shout out and I love you to uh, my wife, Abby. Mrs. Woo Woo. She, uh, she's everything. Everything on this planet, anyway, on the surface here, for me. God, man, I, uh, it's been a, it's been an up and down week. Oh, yeah, and there was a, if you all remember, <laughs> Hurricane Hillary. Hurricane Hillary, right? It was a hurricane coming up through Baja. Supposed to hit San Diego. And, uh, <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't a hurricane. It was just a big thunderstorm. And, uh. Yeah, we need to we need to really tone down the fear and stop listening to your television. Stop listening to your telephone as though it was an authority. I know people are canceling sessions, getting sandbags, all this shit. It was just an excessively big thunderstorm when it hit. It was nothing. I knew it'd be a nothing burger. I'm sure you did too. I'm sure you did too. People were using the word hurricane, but I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I've been in I've been in heavy rain in uh, New Orleans, and it didn't even match that. It didn't even match that. The winds were really, really light. And uh, I'm glad everyone turned out well, you know. On a less fortunate tip, we want to send prayers again, again. Like, I'm following, you can't even find this stuff usually on the mainstream news, but, uh, man, 
brothers and sisters in China, there's there's some omens, there's warning signs happening there that would make anyone with a third eye open shit their pants. It's like literally like they're in the middle of the rice fields and they're seeing like boiling water, like there's bubbles popping out or stones, rocks are getting pushed up through the pavement through the pavement, like where there's like huge rock and it looks like boils basically on the, on the pavement. Like they might've lost because Beijing, they didn't want it to flood. So they, they opened up the waters and the dams and they just basically fucked over everybody else, all the peasants in the surrounding areas. And they might've annihilated their food crop. And there's so many people there. So many people lost their fortunes at their, their homes. Um, so we would like to focus our prayer this week on the fires in Canada, right? Peace in Ukraine and uh, Russia. Biden in prison clothes because he's a thief and a crook. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Love to Lahaina. Love to them. May get a speedy rebuilding and may they get a $20 billion grant, which is what they should have been given by the Biden administration. Um... Where else? Oh, yeah. I would just say elevate your vibration. I mean, it's, I know that's pretty commonplace, a little trite, but I think right now we have a window. We have an opportunity. If things don't backslide back into what it was before this humongous opening happened, I would say take full advantage. You know, think thoughts, imagine scenes in your head and continually imagine them for both yourself and others of their of their dreams made manifest of what they need being fulfilled and then some like we should really take advantage of this opening right now y'all and uh, I know you're not going to be kept sleeping I know you're not going to be caught with your hands under your ass get it going do what you have to do and while you're doing it thank the source of creation thank it for your life Thank you for your consciousness. Thank the many unseen masters <clears throat> in the Himalayas, in huts, in places where you can't even imagine that are, <coughs> excuse me, that are preventing catastrophe from happening while people are staring at TikTok or self-aggrandizing themselves, you know try to do that less if you do that and um, yeah please continue to evolve these next this next year according to even Sadhguru is going to be gnarly like I was I've been mentioning on previous podcasts that you know we might have a year to really get our shit together before stuff really starts to pop off and by that I mean more disasters more more of these things that all the solar flares that are happening right now are peaking for the next year until mid-2024, and we got to take advantage of that and uh, help the Earth have as easy a transformation as possible. Also starting is, if you can believe it, a Mercury retrograde. This is a time when communication starts to go a little south. Uh, people drive a little bit more erratically. So, you know, and this has been tracked for 400 years. You know, this is the time where you wouldn't, ordinarily do anything or want to go forward with anything but organizing is a really good idea right now cleaning is a really good idea right now getting your papers together 
to go forward with that deal is a great idea in a couple of weeks. So there's a productive use of your time. If you want to check that out, do that. Um, yeah, it's, I feel complete. I feel fulfilled. I'll know what that means for me personally. But um, we'll find out. We'll all find out together because I'll, I'll update you. You know, if I disappear suddenly and Mrs. Boo does, just know we're not dead. We're just somewhere else. Okay? We love you very much. I love you very much. And uh, can't express to you my gratitude to you for having the courage to be on this planet right now. It is so salty. It is so mosh pity that, you know, the badges of honor you're going to get for just, you know, staying out these waves or, um, or riding them out, excuse me, is um, I can't even express like how, how much credit, <laughs> how much credit you're going to get. Cause this is, this is the times that all religions have written about and you're in the middle of it and you're doing great. There's miracles everywhere. Babies that should have never been are being born. <laughs> it's uh, amazing healings transformations are happening so make sure that you're one of those people okay and if you can try to radiate that into the people around you you know imagine different behavior for them imagine different outcomes for them and that is prayer that is doing it right that's that's creating more than you can imagine or at least negating more negativity than you can comprehend so please continue to do that please continue to listen to this uh podcast I love you very much, and uh, I'm out. Peace, love, and aloha.